Gemara Yoma, Daf Mem Tet. Today's Daf is being studied in Nishmat Dina Batzara. Ruach Hashem Tanihana began Aiden Amen. We begin today's Daf on Mem Tet Amud Rishon, and we start with some more questions. We are up to Ba'ira um, Papa. Which one? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve lines down. First word on the line is Itzteba, right across from the Tosafot Ba'ira Papa. So, some more questions regarding the service of Hapina, which was the scooping up the Ketore on Yom Kippur. First question is Ba'ira Papa, Hafan Haderov and Atanetor Chofnav Mahu. One Kohen made the Hafina and he poured it into his friend's palms. It's the original Kohen made the Hafina and then he emptied it into the Kohen's hands. So you could argue and say, well, what's the difference? His hands are filled with Ketoret. It's good. Or you say, no, no, no. You have to bring the, the, the Ketoret that you were Hofen. You have to do it yourself. Well, I was going to ask the two sides. Now, Melochof not Ba'ina and Ba'ika. Says the pasuk, your, your, your palms have to be filled. So, so it's filled. So what do I care if you filled it yourself or somebody else filled it? The pasuk over is talking about velakah hamachta, not talking about the ketoret over it. It's velakah hamachta. You take the shovel, but it also says in the pasuk ketoret. And the word velakah could be going on the word ketoret as well. So not only do you have to take the mahta, uh, but you have to take the ketoret that you were. You have to take the stuff that you do, you hofen. And you didn't do that. So take it. Take it. Unanswered question. Next question. Now this is going to be a, an interesting uh, question here. Rabbi Yeshua is going to ask a question. Rabhanina is going to make a, a side statement it doesn't have to do with anything and the Gemara is going to go for the rest of the page on this side statement and then we're going to get back to the Yeshua's question the Yeshua's question was like this Afan Bamet Mahu the Kohen made Afina Kohen Gadol Yom Kippur then he died okay, but the Afina is done the Ketur already was was collected Mahu Shikanis Acher Bahafinato because the second Kohen now the Sagan that's taking over that's it. Hafina was done. Can he just go into the next uh, next service? Bring that Hafina, bring it into the Kodesh Kodeshim, and what the orders we have to do everything over again. That was his question. Ashi, Kohen Meshamesh Tachtav, how she can esteflim b'Hafina Zushin at the Nidichon to Kaf and Snik Alto Benachfon. Already put it in the spoon, so it's made already, ready made. Or maybe for some reason he has to do it over again. Amar of Hanina, that's when Hanina comes and reacts. He says, "Bore, she'elat rishonim." Look at this. That Hanina says, "We asked the same question." Baruch shekivanu. This was the question of the earlier generations as well. The Yeshua ben Nevi is an earlier generation at this point. We're thinking. So Hanina saying, "Shabbashem olad." We asked the same question. Now we see the previous generations, the rishonim, also asked the same question. Now we're asking. So now the Gemara goes on a side tangent. Well, who's older? You're telling me the Yeshua is the old generation and the Ba'inah is the new generation? Can't be. 
because we're going to see a story, and the whole story has to do with Nefuah on Shabbat, nothing to do with Masechet Yomah. And in the story, the Biyoshua is going to say, I remember once the Bihanina told me. So the Yomah says, Ah, you see the Biyoshua called the Bihanina Rabbi. Now, if the Biyoshua was older, he would have called him Hanina Omer. The fact that he says the B must be the Bihanina is older than uh, the Biyoshua. So how can the Bihanina say, Oh, we asked the questions of the previous generation when it should be reversed? Okay, maybe it is, maybe it's not, but we'll see what the Yemara says. So the Yemara says, Lememra, the Rabbi Yoshua bin Levi, Kashish. You mean to tell me that Rabbi Yoshua is Kashish? Kashish means he's older. Ramar Rabbi Yoshua bin Levi, Lihitir Rabbi Hanina, right? The boom, that's the question right there. Lihitir Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Hanina was Matir for me, Lishtot Shechlaim Bishabbat. Shechlaim is like a cress. I guess they made it into a juice. So he told me, he was matir to me. <laughs> right, this is the first juice, uh, juice fest. He let him, Lishtot Shechlaim Bishabbat. He was sick. So he told him, no problem. Shechlaim can cure you. Drink it, it's good for you. Mutar. So he was Lishtot Pshita. We have a general rule, any item that's normal food that people eat or drink, that happens to also have medicinal properties, mutar on Shabbat. That's for you. Medicine, asur on Shabbat. Gezerah that you might come to, crush the samamani. But that's a gezerah the rabbis made. However, you're going to come and tell me now that I, I, I can't eat salad on Shabbat. Why? Maybe because salad gives a person vitamins and gives them nifuah. Of course not. That's a normal food. Exactly. Don't eat chicken so much Shabbat because it heals. Of course not. Any normal food that people normally eat in a regular way, even though it might give a person a nifuah. So what does he need to get a hetir from the harina to drink a cress juice on Shabbat? All normal food, all mashkin and all drinks. So to grind it. That's already a He told him, okay, not only can you drink it, but you have to make it first. The crest doesn't come in a drink form. Crush it up, turn it into a drink. So he was hold and hold it. What was the case? If it was Pikuah Nefesh, Mishnah Shareh, what was the Bikhantush? Pikuah Nefesh can do anything on Shabbat. Of course, do on Shabbat, exactly. And if it wasn't Sakanat Nefeshot, so it's a sur. So remember, there's an easy question. What was the Hantush? You need a special Tehra of Rabbi Arina to come and tell you that there's something that every Barberav knows. No, it was Sakana, that's for sure. But the Gemara is going to say that Baharina was a doctor. And he knew the right medicines. So he says, I had to ask him, hey, I'm Sakana, does Cress help for this, what I have? So he said, yes, the Cress for what you have is good. Oh, if it's good, then he can crush it. If Stam, if he would have told him, listen, the crust is not going to help you. So let's take the question. There's no purpose to just Stam crush things for, for no reason. So that's what he's going to tell him. He's going to tell him, yes, the crest item is the fu'ah, because I did not know all this medical stuff. The hachi kami ba'yele. Mim masyah. Masyah is masyah. Mahayu masyah. Masyah means, does it cure? Dini hun alayu shabbita. Tarashimim mehalel shabbat on it. Or no masyah. Or maybe it's not the fu'ah. Maybe it doesn't cure. So 
So the Gemara says, "What is Shkir B'Harina?" Umai Shena Rabbi Harina. The Gemara says, "Mishum the Baki B'Refuotu," because that was his thing. He knew Refuotu. The Amar of Harina. Me'olam no she'alani adam al makat pereda lebana v'chaya. Nobody ever asked me about a person that got uh, kicked or bit by a pereda lebana, a white mule, <coughs> and I couldn't give him advice because nobody lives from that. Nobody ever asked me a question. What do I do if I got bitten or kicked by a you know a, a white mule? There's no medicine that I have to, to cure. But what do you see in the story? That people used to ask him med- medical questions. So he's surveying all the questions that they asked him. He said, listen, I was never able to give a, a cure for that. Because you, you can't live from that. So the Gemara says, and the So what are you talking No, people live. You see, in fact, people do live from this, uh, from this situation. Stop, it's, it's a fact. White mules, if you get kicked, the Gemara says, you're not going to live. So the Gemara, not you, but the person gets kicked. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? The people live. Which means the guy will live, but the uh, wound will never cure. The hayat means the wound will never heal. But you see that it also gets better. Side point that I'm going into this. Besumkan. Inu. We're talking about a red mule that's half of its legs are white. Such a mule, there's no healing on the Makkah. Okay, we get to the point now. You do see that Rabbi Harina was older than Rabbi Yeshua. For the fact that Rabbi Yeshua called him Rabbi. So how did Rabbi Harina say that, oh, look at that, Baruch Hashem, we're asking the questions of the old generation. He's in reverse. Their question, I mean, Rabbi Yeshua's question, is like our question. Which means, their question is like the question of the Rishonim. Meaning, Rabbi Harina says, I also ask this question. Baruch Hashem, the younger generation is also asking the good questions like the, like the older generations. Not that he was flattered that he asked the question of the earlier generations. He's praising them. He's a Baruch Hashem, Rabbi Yeshua asked the question that I asked the previous generation. Okay. Now let's get to the point. That means that Harinam must have asked a question at some point of his uh, career. That what? That if the Kohen Gadol makes Hafina and then he dies. Can the next Kohen, the Segan, come into his place and pick up where he left off and just take the spoon in into the Kodesh Kodeshi? The Gemara is going to say now, impossible that Rabbi Harina asked this question. Because we know already what Rabbi Harina would have held on that subject based on something else he said. Law is, the Kohen Gadol has to go into the Kodesh Kodeshim and also sprinkle Damapar. It says Damapar. He learned that it has to be his par that he slaughtered. It's not enough to bring the dam of the par. It has to be par. Velo Damapar. Pashut law. Meaning, let's say the Kohen slaughtered the par. And he died. 
The blood is there already. The next Kohen cannot just bring in the blood already. Because we learn Damapar, he learns Par, Velo Damapar, Par, Velo Damapar. Good. Once you have to do that again, so now you're also not allowed to uh, go out of order. You're not allowed to do the Hafina before you do the Damapar. Before you do the Shahitab, the Par, and catch the blood. Now, if you're going to tell me that the Hafina counts, because the Kohen uh, Gadol died. So now, Mr. Ma, you have to do the part again. The Kohen is behind enough to show you have to do the part again. That's only if the blood was left. If it was brought. brought. Right. If the Hafina is there, it wasn't brought yet. Before the Ketor, it was brought. Was I don't care if the blood was caught. You have to bring in the blood that you slaughtered. Wasn't the blood thrown before? Not before the hafina. Oh, right, not, not before the hafina. So therefore, therefore, he started over the very. So therefore, he slaughtered it. So the blood's there. According to the harina, that blood's nothing. You're going to have to go slaughter again. Now, if you're going to tell me that the hafina counts, I mean, you did the hafina before the. Bam! And that's batting out of order. It's no good. Anyway, it's no good. So for sure, no for sure the Hafina is Listen to what he's saying. He's saying that you have to go in order. Is it outside, inside, in the Beit HaMikdash. You have to go in order of the Seder Avodah. And therefore, Damapar comes first, then Hafina comes. And since we know a Kut of Hanina, that Damapar is going to have to redo, because he has to do that himself, because he has a special Dinashah, Par, below Damapar, so you cannot tell me that the hafina counts because then it's considered as if what? Hafina, they tell me, no, you're going to hafina. Just handle the part. That means hafina comes before part. Therefore, just like you need to do the part, you need to do the hafina again. So how did you tell me that hafina asked this question when we know pursuit from another shita, it would not work? So what are you saying? Baruch Hashem, he asked the question that, uh, that we asked. Gebarah says, Ve'amar of hafina. I read it inside the Firuz Gebarah. Ketoret. That's that if you did the ketore before shaitat tapad, it's worthless. Very simple. You do shaitat tapad in order a normal better mikdash service. You do shaitat tapad, mikabalat adam, hafinat ketore. That's all you have to know. This case over here, we're telling you. That the Kohen did the Kohen did Shechita, Kohen did Hafina, beautiful, everything's like they died. Oh, so now the question is, the Bhalina says, forget about Hafina for a second. Can I take that blood that's in the cup there, in the Mizrak, and go bring it in? You can't. You need your own part. Okay, good. So now he's got to go back. Before we get to the Ketur, he's got to go back now and do this part over here. Now we're going to say, hey, Rabbi, what about that ketoret uh, that you did already before? So if Rabbi Hanina is going to tell me, no, no, the ketoret, it's fine. That means basically ketoret came before, which can't be. So therefore, for sure, Hafina is no good. And therefore, Rabbi Hanina would have asked the question. So he says, huh? No, 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 it's out of order. He tell me the Hafina counts. That means, check it off on the list. Hafina, we did already. That means, when you're slaughtering this, 
Now you can skip Hafinah because Hafinah was done. Hafinah was done basically before the Adama part. Part. Of course, but the Hafinah is done. Normally you do Adama part, but if you tell me that the Hafinah counts, it means before you even slaughtered the part, I'm not sitting there. So the Yabara said, This is what he meant to say. He's going to say now, I didn't ask this question. But he asked the question of those that argue on me. <laughs> you get all this from the side point because of Hainan made a statement. You know, Sheilat Rishonim, the Gemara has to figure out exactly what that says. Just shows you the, the precision of, the, of, of Gemara. That it doesn't let any... Any lie, okay, okay. Shelati shoni, nachilai, kebanat garamig. Hakikaman, medekame bayale. From the fact that he's asking this question, ham nechlal de kasabat, bepad, vaafilu, bedamoshel par. That's for sure. For the fact that if you were is asking this question, he must hold that you can even take dam hapar. So therefore, you're not going out of order. Because he holds Rabbi Yeshua that Dhamma Par is there already. You don't need to bring the Par, the new Par. Oh, so now the only question is, do you have to do the Hafina over again? And it's a question, it's not taken for granted. Because since everything's in order, Dhamma Par is there already also, was there first. And the hafina is there now. Or maybe there's a special deed that you have to take in your own hafina because it says, uh, uh, a question. That means, or, or that, but the point is, the Bahayana was just saying, the fact that he's asking this question, I can deduce that he holds that the Dhamma part is enough, and that's why just asking the Gabe is the hafina uh, good or not. For me, this would not be a question because I hold you need to bring your own part. And once you say that, you're stuck, because otherwise we're going out of order. Fine. And according to what the Mishnah holds, his Sheila is the same Sheila that the Rishonim uh, asked. Not me, it's my colleagues. The colleagues that argue on me, uh, who don't hold, it's got to be the actual part itself. He asked the question of the Rishonim. Okay. Okay, now that we got this out of the way, thinking about Azak, what's Salaka? Bottom line, what's the deen by Hafina of the Ketoret? The guy died, does he have to do it again? Doesn't he have to do it again? My Rabbi Allah, I'm not a papa. So you know what I'm going to say? Not so simple. This depends on another Mahalokit, which we, we, which we saw Derek Agav. Now we're going to see the source of this Mahloket right now. Remember we learned the Mahloket, how many Hafinas were there on Yom Kippur? One opinion says there was only one Hafina. They made the Hafina from the Mahta, right? They put it in the spoon, and then they brought the spoon into the Kodesh Kodashim, and from the spoon, they put it on the Mahta of Gehalim. Hafina Ahab. One Shita said, no, no, no. They made a hafina from the mahta outside, and they poured it into the spoon, and they brought it in. Then the spoon itself, they they flipped it and turned it into their hands again, second hafina, and then they put it into the coals. So the Gemara is going to say, huh? 
if you say anyway, it's too happy, no. So therefore, let the Kohen Gadol, the new guy, continue. Because anyway, he's going to make Hafina. He'll make the Hafina in the Kodesh Kodeshim. So what, what do you worry? And sounds like that's enough, that Hafina. But if you say that it's only one Hafina, that's the question. Now, now we're narrowing down the question. So if you hold two Hafina, in Shela, where's all Shela? So the guy died. So you're at the spoon level now? What's the difference? I bring the spoon inside to the Kodesh Kodeshim. Make the Hafina. He did it. What's the difference? Avan baby. If you hold this one hafina, oh, that's where the question. So we we narrow the shela uh, based on one uh, one chita. So Gemara says, "Amar Papa, I hofen hoser vechofen chadero nichnas b'hafina to da mekayma hafina." Correct. Which means if hoser vechofen, so therefore he's going in with his hafina because he's making the hafina. What's the difference? He's making the hafina over again. So it's his hafina with no shela. The question is, if there's only one hafina, can the second one fulfill the first? We're going to ask him right now. This is coming up right for friend what? No, that was the friend put it in his hands. Right, so, so he's doing Over there, one Kohen put it in his friend's hands. Right. And the question is, the question is over there, is it considered Melochofna, Zaika? Because his hands are filled. Or do you say, the that, no, the the ketoret that he was hofen, he has to bring in. And since this is not the ketoret that he was hofen, good. But over here, it is the ketoret that he was hofen. Because he made a happy in the Kodesh Kodeshim. Ah, that's a good shayla. That's a good shayla. Which means, why don't you ask, according to the last teku, if you say, Choser v'chofen, he does it. She'ela tova sha'alta temani. Let's see if anybody talks about this question. Hold this question, so we don't lose the trend over here. We're going to ma'ayin to find this uh, answer to your question. But the point is, let's apply it to over here. We, we, the question is uh, so we're very good there's a hafina of the second coin but if you're telling me there's only one hafina so the Gevara says he says what are you talking I look at it the exact opposite way which means, <laughs> If you're saying there's a second hafina, that's a proof that he would not be Yotzeh. Because now he's making a hafina on a different size of a different problem of different people. Because if you tell me there's a deen that you have to make a second hafina, that's mandatory. Well, wow, that's dangerous now. Because the first hafina, the Kohen Gadol hands were however big. And the second uh, is smaller or bigger, and the law is, it's got to be the same size. Lo yasad, lo yotir. So the adraba, choser ve is a problem. Then I tell you, you know what, do over, start the whole thing over again. 
Don't make a second hafina on different palm size of the first guy. So I know that's a sad to say it would not be good. First side of the Gemara was, what's the difference? You're going to make a hafina inside anyway, so you're covered. It's okay. The second says, no. The second hafina has to be the same amount of the first hafina. How could you guarantee that with different size hands? So doesn't that answer that question? It's the same. It's the same. It's, no, but now you have the other side. Okay. Now you have the other side. Look at the other side. The en chofen chozer vechofen. But if you say that you don't chozer vechofen, you don't do it twice. Then we end chover chozer vechofen tivailach. Oh, so then already, if you tell me, you only have to make one happy now. So that's the question. Oh, so could be that will answer your uh, your question as well. Which means not batting out of order. We're going with according to damapar. Damapar is enough. Damapar is fine. Not batting out of order. Damapar is good. We, we established that already. So now the sheila. Let's let's just bottom line that we narrow down the question. Question is. The Kohen made uh, the new Kohen comes in. He says, Hakam, what do I do with the par? Don't worry. Dama par. You're good. You can use other guys down. No problem with Pisukim. We worked it out with all the Pisukim. You're fine. Okay, good. Maima Ketoret. Oh, the Ketoret. You have a problem. Because the law is. That you have to be Choser Vechofen inside. Mm, if you have to be Choser Vechofen inside, you're going to mess up here because this guy had one size of his hands when he made the Hafina and it can't be more. Le- so you're going to have to do it over again. Okay, good. Another rabbi comes up no, 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 he's wrong, he's wrong what he told you. There's only one, one Hafina. Ah, so now I really have a Sheila rabbi. There's one Hafina, so can I rely on his Hafina? Or do I need it to be my Hafina? Okay, so that's the Gemara's uh, subject. So now the Gemara says, the Now the Gemara gives the original question. How do you know there's a safek if you need to make hafina twice? You have to do it twice or not. So this, is, this is the source now. How do you know how many hafinot are done in Yom Kippur? Tashema, kachaita middata. Remember we went to the Mishnah? The Mishnah said, Haggado lefi godlo. What were those extra words? And that was its measurement. Implying that that was its measurement as well when he did the second hafina inside. Catch with his extra words. Which means, this is the first one from the Mahta. When he goes in and he does it again, it's got to be the same measurement. Oh, so you see what? There's a second hafina. My love, kishem shemidata mebachutz, kach midata mebavdin. Now we we know the answer to this already. The Gemara is going to push that word kachim midata to something else and say lo dilma shimratzal laasut midaosa. No, maybe kachaytam midata means if you want to use a measuring cup, you can use a measuring cup. That you don't actually have to offend. Now, now, when the Gemara was asking about measuring cups in the last sugya, the Gemara said, no, maybe it's talking about that you don't have to do it, or that you have to do it twice. Whatever sugya you're learning, it pushes it to the other sugya to tell you, you have no conclusive understanding of what those words means. If you're going to tell me it means this, I'll push you over there. If you tell me it means that, I'll push you to this. So now the Gemara said, ah, must be able to do it again. No, maybe it means to use a measuring cup. So the Gemara said, or, shelo yachsar, shelo yotir. 
Or maybe it's just telling me that what? No, you no, you Meaning you have to make sure that you catch everything in the ketoret, that you don't do anything more, you don't do anything less, but you have no proof that you have to make a, uh, a, a, a second hafimah. Okay, fine. Tashema. Ah, the Gemara is going to show it to you that for sure there was two hafimah. For sure. Okay, now you're in the Kodesh Kodeshim. The bazakh is the spoon that has the ketor. Now he comes with the ketor, we said he comes with Kodesh Kodashim. Right hand he's holding the coals, left hand he's holding the spoon with the ketor in it. He gets it to the Kodesh Kodashim. Okay, puts the mahta down. We don't have to hold the mahta. Now he has the spoon. Now, he has to empty the contents of the spoon, the Gemara is going to say now, into his palms again. But that's the proof. So you see, Hazir Rahofin. Otherwise, the Mishnah could have just said over here, or whatever, take the spoon and uh, pour it on the coast. It's going to give you a whole sophisticated, complex way. How does he get the contents of spoon into his palms? So you tell me, just pour it. Now, that's one palm. He's got to somehow hold it where he could flip it where all the contents are going to fall into both palms while holding the spoon without dropping anything the Gemara is going to say like we saw before this is going to be one of the hardest services in the Mitzvah Mikdash the Gemara is going to say what are you talking I thought Medica was we well, say the hardest it's one of the hardest ok but same story but let's see what he did maybe he pictures of this he holds the spoon he holds the spoon with the tips of his fingers. Rashi. Hafina shiniya shemibifnim. The second hafina that's inside the Kodesh Kodeshim. Mena bazach letok hofnav. It's going from the spoon into his palms. Ochez et rosha bazach. Berashe et beotav. He holds the spoon with the tips of his fingers. Lehar shiniya hatam mahtabaris. He put the machta already on the ground. We don't need that. Right? The handle of the bazach. That is facing his zero'ot. So the spoon is facing his body. Ben is His hands are like this. So now he has to move it towards his body the spoon that he's holding he's got to want to get the cup to his palms so he's got to somehow yeah, move it down to get it in the right position so he can flip it, any picture of that? Yeah. What's the, uh, he, he, he's not showing it. He's not showing. Okay, so say, yeah. Okay, one is Good. It's like this. Uh, it's like this. Like this. His hands are open like this, and he's holding uh, the. Well, let's see the. That's a better picture. You got here, here. See, here's the shes brotav. The shes brotav is on the cup itself. He's, he's finagling with his, with his hand. It's on the shes brotav. Okay, yeah, this is my This is why I understood. This is why I He has it like this, and he is managing it with his thumbs, 
so he's pushing it back like this, and then he's going to have to somehow get it, up, you know, close to his palm, and then why is flipping it that way? This is what they do. You're asking me, I'm not a quick at all. But the point is, you have to do it this way. Is there any other way? You have another option? Give me another option. Flip it backwards, I would think it would be, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not going to answer that question. Ochez et abazak berashez beotam. Veyeshurin beshinav. Some stay hold with his teeth. Got it in. I weren't worried about that. I don't know why they weren't worried about it, but I guess it's not the. It's not an issue. What would he hold with his teeth? The bazach, umala begudlo. Same thing. Move it with his thumbs again. Achim got the bit asila yadav till he gets the bit by his hands. The chazer umah the chazer umah zato what is he holding with his teeth? The handle. Okay. He's got to move it. He wants to get it to, to the spot where his palms are. Since the handle is very long, it's far away. So he's got to move that cup so it's positioned next to his palm so when he turns it, it falls on his hands out of the floor. So he's... You want to do it sideways? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, very good. Obviously, they're doing it this way because any other way is not going to work. I'll try and see. I'll give you an answer. If you do another way, it's going to fall on the floor. Why? Ah, if he would amend himself, another way to do it, this is the way they felt was the easiest way to do it, although it's a difficult process nonetheless. Anyway, the point is. I say he moves it back, he flips it up into his hands, everything's beautiful. What do you see clearly? He's doing it twice. There's nothing to talk about. So what are you asking? So the Gabbara says, Not only that, Now when he pours it into the coals, he pours it into a pile. Why? If it's a big thick pile, it takes time for the smoke to start to rise because the fire's got to go through it. We don't want the kohen gadot to suffocate in the kodesh kodashim. If you're going to put it, spread it across the coals, the smoke is good. The kodesh kodashim is a small uh, cubicle. All of a sudden, uh, he's going to die of smoke inhalation. So therefore, they do it in a pile to give the kohen gadot a chance to leave. Some say no. You do it. The pizur, you spread it out. Because we don't want the Kohen to see the the Kodesh Kodashim, the, the Kirubim, the Aron, at the time of the Haktarat uh, So it covers the whole area right away, smoke screen. That was on the floor. Palms? And then it's on the floor. How can it be on the floor? Now he's got it. Pulls it up. Now he just drops it. Must be yeah. dropped. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
the only this, and nothing else. Vaika Melika, Vaika Kemitza. There's also difficult services. And Azui Avoda Kasha me Avodot Kashot Shubamikdash. But it's from the hardest Avodot. I'm not saying it's the only Avoda. But what do you see? Shmamina, Hofen, Vehozer, Vehofen. Shmamina. So therefore, you see what? You do it twice. Finished. Once you say you do it twice, we have an answer to the original question. Once you're saying you're doing it twice, so therefore even the Kohen Gadol dies, what do you care? He'll pick up where it left off, and he'll do it again inside. Now. If you're saying Choser V'chofen, that's a fact now. We answer that original question, that you have to, according to the second version, according to the second version, I, I want to ask you a question according to the first version according to the first version no problem let the second guy make the uh, hafina anyway hafina is going to be done on that side what was the Gemara's Havana if you need two hafinot maybe you need two hafinot by the same Kohen Gadol which means uh, on the first side of the Gemara, Gemara said, ah, if Hosev Hoven, what's the album? So the Kohen Gadol died, you'll make another Hafina. What does that mean? Maybe I have to make two Hafinot. What's even that Havamina? So Tosfot explains that Havamina. Suppose you get that Havamina, because otherwise that, that side is a difficult side. Look at the bottom Tosfot. If you tell me to have you not, the Kohen Gadol did not do it. So the Gemara says, he's a big Hadush. Amazing Hadush. What does that mean? The Fishman at Torah and the Dabar Kitzbah. Which means from the Torah, you could make as many Hafinot as you want. You could do one, you could do two, you could do ten. She You know, like in Gaf, you have a mulligan, you have do-overs. So we'll let you have as many do-overs as you want for the Hafinah. Why? So long as you get the full amount in. The reason why we wanted that is to do it again inside. From the Torah, you did it the first time. Technically, you're okay. You don't have to do it uh, twice. But if you want to do it twice, the Torah says, Why? Maybe when he was walking in, some of the Ketoret fell on the floor. Then so therefore what? Look at Tosfot is learning the questions. My answer your question. Tosfot says, so when the Kohen Gadol died, so now what do you have? You have uh, Ketoret in the Kaf. Then he filled it. Moed Ba'ut Chozer Chavero the second one side will say Ve'chofen pa'am shenit He'll make another hafina 
וחוזר ונותן לכף. And let him put it back into the kaf again. Let him make a hafina. He empties it out. And let him put it back into the kaf again. V'nichnas. And let him walk in. Why? No problem. The pesukim work out. The karin and be melochofnav vevi. Like we said above, melochofnav is precious. Melochofnav vevi. Deleka ela habaachat. You bring it. You can only bring it in one time. The en chofen vechozer vechofen. But if you tell me no, no, no. When the Torah says hafina means get one shot. Mishum demash when melochofnav had one time. Amarach malav lo trezene melochofnav. So then already it goes back to the old question of in Haberon Nichnas Bahafinat which is really based on the same suffix that we had above. That means if you tell me Choser Vechofen, which means not Choser Vechofen, that you can do it in, in the Kodesh Kodeshim, like we learned. You can do it right there. You're going to do it right there. We want to send the question, if you can do it twice, what's the damage? If that one's not the Kodesh Kodeshim, you know, flip it again, and you made the Hafina. No, do it twice outside. It's what I tell you, listen. Maybe let's say, when you made the Hafina, something fell on the floor, that it was Hasid. So let's say, okay, you want to do it again, to get the full measurement of whatever you're being Hafin, so you don't lose anything, do it again. So if you're all like that, beautiful. The second Kohen Gadot to come along, start the process again, make a hafina of what he has, put it back into the cup, and no problem. But if you hold, they can only do once, well, now we go back to the other problem that we have. That maybe you have to bring in what you hofen. Uh, or maybe not. That was, a, that was already a previous, uh, a previous question. So that's how Tosfos learning this, this, this she'elah. Tosfos was saying, there's never a deen to do it twice. We thought... Chiyuv in the Torah, two hafinot. So Tosfot asks, two hafinot. So the Quran didn't do two hafinot. So you should have option to do two hafinot. If you want to do two hafinot, you can do. You want to do ten hafinot to keep on redoing it over. You can redo it over. Tosfot says that would be the Gemara Sefek. That if you say that the Quran don't die, let the second Quran make another hafina outside and bring it in, so you're fulfilling. Second Hafina, which is permissible. You're also fulfilling the Hafal Behemi. What he was Hafin, he was Mevi. It's very good. But if you tell me you can only make one Hafina, so then we're back to the old question. What you didn't Hafin, you're not bringing inside. That's on the first side. Then the Gemara brings the second side. What's the second side? No. Gemara says Adraba. What's the Adraba? If you're telling me Choser Vechofen, that's going to be a problem. Why? Because it's not going to be the same. You're going to lose something because they, they, the hands are not the same. So therefore, on that side, if you say Choser Vechofen, so we're going to say it's not good. It's not good because it's going to be a different issue. But if you say one Hafina is uh, enough, if you say one Hafina is, is, is enough, so therefore, Adraba, it could be, uh, it could be okay. Like Lashon the Gemara was, and I'm reading inside the Gemara again. Adraba, i chofen vechozer vechofen lo ikanes ben no sheila. Either the question is on the side of one hafina. Now the Gemara answers the question. By the way, there's two hafinot. So you see, chozer vechofen. You can see it's a, it's a double hafina. Which is the Torah allows. More than one hafina, 
Oh, so if that's the case, we've answered this question as well. Because once you tell me it's still happy not, it's not going to be good. Why is it not going to be good? Because you're never going to get the right, uh, you're never going to get the right shiur. So therefore, you have to redo the whole. Uh, you have to redo it. You cannot. You cannot. It's not like the Right. You, that means you cannot use your friends hafina. Uh, because if you're going to use the friends hafina, it's not going to be the same size. You're going to run into a problem of uh, uh, adding or too much or too little. So therefore, you're going to say what? So therefore, you're going to have to do what? A whole new uh, from the beginning. Second lesson. On the first lesson, one Why would it be okay? 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 Maskarat Gemara is saying that since we hold that you're allowed or you should make two hafinot, however you can learn that, either like Tosfot or other shitot, but you can make two hafinot, so therefore, Adrabad Gemara said, two hafinot poses a problem to us. Because now, the second hafina that he's going to do is not going to be like the first hafina. And therefore, there's a sad to say, you should not be allowed. Was there a dashi there, by the way? Look at dashi. Adrabah, the bottom dashi, is key dashi. Adrabah. Ihofen, ve'ozen, ve'ofen. As el haberon nikhnas ba'afinato. She yifshaz shelo yasir haberon v'shelo yotir. Right. Which means no two hands are equal. So he's not going in with the uh, with the shoot of the original happy now. Oftar shulishon shavin oftar shulishini because you never have the oftar shulishini equal to oftar shulishini. So therefore the Gemara must say it's not going to be. It's not going to be. And I'd like to know is there an Rambam on this? Could you just bring me a Rambam if there is one? I'm looking for a halakha here. I don't see a halakha. Maybe in the original question. Yeah. Chet. It's harambam perik he halakha tet zayin nyud zayin. You have it over there, Adam? It's on hafan umetet. You're reading rambam? I want to see it's Perik He Milchot Amudat Yom Kippurim Halacha Chafet. Bring it, bring it. What does it say? Yeah, he's got it there. Oh, yeah, I have it over there. Okay, bring it. Open up, Benny. It's Amudat Yom Kippurim Perik He Halacha Chafet. Again, if I'm, if I'm going to guess, I have to guess that Arabam's going to tell me it's not good. After tell me it's not good. That's I guess. I'm reading the Gemara. And I want to know the other Sephik also. We'll go one, one, one yeah, step at a time. Okay. That's it. That means what? Since So therefore, and it sounds like you have to be Hoser Vechofen, you have to do it twice. So therefore, he's going to end up going in with a different. Uh, <laughs> 
Maybe his hand is different. Maybe it's smaller or bigger. That's the way it's What are you doing? Okay. did it all different ways. That's the first epic. His friend put it in his hands. That's right. That is all the question over there. Where do you see over here in the Gemara? You want to tell me tiku, all these tikus we can't do with the but with the it's okay. This is the big Sheilan Harambam. Where did he get? Okay, I am sure I'm going to have to open up this Rambam in the middle of Shabbat, maybe in the afternoon. I want to analyze exactly some analysis on these words, Vimiktir Hutzah, because the Chaurat is Tafik. Tafik Doraita over here. Ketorat on Kippur is Doraita. So if I have a Tafik, if I'm Yutze or not, so with the Avad, I should say, do it again. I don't know, with the Avad, you're in a problem.